Hello everyone, welcome back to the Book of Vashti podcast and for those who are new, welcome. My name is Amanda Vashti Sears and I hope that you will all enjoy as we get into today's episode. In today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about being vulnerable as we mentioned in the previous episode. Vulnerability isn't necessarily an easy thing to do, but um, in order to help with that, um, the first step to vulnerability to me is becoming an authentic person. Um, An authentic person to me lives with intent, lives wholeheartedly, and um, an authentic person, I feel like they they have a genuine interest in the things that they do throughout their lives. These are three steps I want to give you to living an authentic Christian life. We're developing a society where children who grow up in church, they focus more on their appearance and traditions, religion, the religious practices more than they focus on God. And that is, to me, one of the causes of why a lot of Christians get the bad rap to say, oh, they're fake Christians. Because we have a generation who knows what to say, when to say it, how to dress around certain people. Um, You know, they know the ins and outs of how to appear as a Christian. But in their hearts and in their minds and their lives, they're not interested in anything that goes along with being a Christian. And because of that, there's a lot of, there's a there's a lack of people who genuinely want to live for God. Religion is man's salvation. God's salvation is true, the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's something my pastor said, Pastor Lise, Um, And I really took that and I was like, that is so true. We create the traditions and practices that you know we constantly do in the church and some of them you know they are based on the word of God but some of them is just these preferences that you have or that you want your family to have and then we pass it off as this is what the bible says and then when the the child grows up to an adult they don't actually know why they're doing certain things it's just they thought that you know I mean, they just was taught, oh, this is what we do because this is what we believe. And, you know, sometimes the religion, which is sometimes preferences, preferences are intertwined with biblical standards. So certain things that we get from the word of God, we try to intertwine them with our preferences and our opinions and then teach it to our children. And they don't actually know why they follow in certain things. But, I mean, I'm not a perfect person, but... At the same time, I 
at a young age, and I thank the Lord so much for this. He opened my eyes to, you know, really being able to read the Word of God and get something from it, like, directly from Him. And as a Christian, anyone should be able to do that. But the Bible also says, study to show thyself approved. And a lot of people don't practice that. And God gave me wisdom. And the Bible also say, if any man want wisdom, let him ask of God. We have all... We have the word of God, all the answers in the word of God, and we decide just, okay, if if the pastor say this or if the pastor say that, I'm just going to follow that, or the teacher or whoever. But you don't take it upon yourself to study the word of God for yourself and and really let it, you know, get into, let the Holy Spirit speak to you. And I feel like that's one of the things that we are missing in this new generation, the first step, and honestly, I think this is the most important step. This is the key to living an authentic Christian life is developing a relationship with God. And the very first step to doing that is salvation, through salvation. Um, the thing is, even if we don't decide to go based on traditions, opinions, and practices that we teach our children or that we practice ourselves, once our child or once we are saved, we are going to heaven. Um, the Bible says in John 3 and 16, For God so loved the world that he gave it his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In that one verse, that doesn't tell me I must do anything to go to heaven. And the Bible also says in Ephesians um, 2, 8 and 9, For by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So you don't necessarily have to work for your salvation. Those practices that we we practice, that's just um, because of our relationship with God. And um, when we teach our children or teach younger Christians to, you know, just focus on the outside. Oh, make sure you're dressing right. Make sure you're doing doing this and make sure you're doing that and you don't focus on the inside whereas you know making sure their heart right with God that that's the problem now those things they have their place they are you know a part of the practice like if you if you um want to dignify that you are a Christian because the Bible also says by your fruits you should know them if you want to dignify yourself as a Christian if you want to show the people that you are a Christian I I believe you need to dress like a Christian, act like a Christian, don't because Christians, I, I, Christian, the word Christian means Christ-like. The simplest thing is your speech. Christ, I show Christ and curse and, you know, talk bad about people, stuff like that, just out of the blue and stuff, and that's, to me, that's not Christ-like, so you, you need to make sure you're conducting yourself as a Christian, and in, in order to bring honor and glory to him, and I get ahead of myself, but the first step, like I say, is developing a relationship with God. In that relationship that you develop with God, it's just like a regular relationship like that you would have with any other person, except you having it with the the master of everything, like the the, the most powerful un- being in the universe. Like that that's what you're doing. Um, just like you talk to your friends. You have a relationship with your friends, friendships. You have a relationship with God. You could talk to God through prayer. 
and he talks to you back to his word through preaching through your devotions all of this this is practicing your relationship with god and this is why we do these things um going to church like that's you worshiping the lord and even if you say you go to your friend's house to go talk to them why you can't go to god's house to talk to him or listen to what he have to say you know and the desire to do it is is the the biggest thing when you are interested in something you don't have to no one has to force you to do certain things like if you are interested in you want a significant other let's say um I wouldn't say oh I mean like no one have to force me if if you're interested in someone no one would have to force you to do things for that person unless you're not interested you would want to buy them flowers. You would want to take them out on a date. You would want to spend time with them. That's what you do when you're interested. If you were interested in a particular subject like art or science or, you know, no one has to tell you go and do that. <laughs> you know, if you if you love to draw, you go and do that. If you love to write, you go and do that. You know, if you love to talk, no one has to tell you to to talk. Like, you know, it's just your interest. Like, it just comes naturally. And that's the biggest thing. I think we lost our interest in God. We lost that that motivation, that you know, that wanting and that that genuine interest to say, I want to learn more about God. I want to spend time with God. I I I'm you know, and I think about even the the statement like people say with basketball. All those people, all the boys and well, girls like basketball too. Um, they say ball is life, you know. And someone like who would like art? They say art is life. When we gonna say God is life? The thing is, He is. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man coming unto the Father but by Him. And He He says He is the life, and we decide to say no. Ball is life. No, this is life. No, that is life. And our interests become, you know divided because we we more interested in other things than interested in God. Step number two and step number three to living an authentic Christian life goes hand in hand with each other. Um, number one Two is finding God's will for your life, finding God's purpose for why he created you. And step number three, accepting and acknowledging the talents that God gave you. Now, step number two, you cannot do that without step number one. You can't find God's purpose for your life unless you have a um, relationship with him. In Revelation 4 verse 11, it says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. And that verse tells us plainly that, you know, we were created to bring honor and glory to God. And that's the thing. When we acknowledge the talents that God gave us, um, that leads us to the purpose that he has for our lives. And that's why I say they kind of go hand in hand with each other. They just work together like that. And in Psalms 139 verse 14, it says, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul know it right well. And these two verses, you know, 
kind of go hand in hand talking about how God created us and both of them one is David telling us that he's praising God for it and the next one is telling us we are created to praise God and both of them like I say um talks about my two points accepted the talents that God gave you and acknowledging them um I had to do that when it comes to um starting my blog um I was I always wrote I always used to love to write I have several journals that I just I always write from I was I think my oldest journal I was 10 I think I was either 10 10 or 11 (laughs) but um from that time I'm now in my 20s and so I I was writing from then and to for God to like really put it on my up on my heart to use that talent for him I I always loved my favorite subject was English and science all the time English and science and you know I know this is not the only purpose God of my life to do the blog and now my podcast but at the same time if I didn't acknowledge that God gave this talent to me then I would have never go for it in the purpose that he had for me. I know this is one of the purposes he had for me to be able to help other people with my life and my life story and things that I learned going through life. And if I never acknowledged that, then I would have never been able to do what he has for me to do. Your talents might not be anything like mine. It might be doing makeup, doing hair, um, doing woodwork, doing art. Like, the thing is, God gave you those talents for a reason. And we know the story of the talents. If, you know, the the servant who hid his talent, eventually God took it away. Well, in the story, the parable, the, the master took it away. And the ones who... who worked on their talents and got more money for their talents they were the ones who god says well done thou good and faithful servant and the one of the reasons god gave that parable is to tell us this is what he wants us to do this is the purpose that we were created Okay, I'm going to throw some suggestions out there and some examples that some people, I was so proud of them like for doing these things. And I was like, these are, this is exactly what God would want us to do. So if you are a teacher or have any type of connection with children, I think you should you know, offer to be a Sunday school teacher or work in junior church. You get VBS or camp or, you know, if you are an organizational person you could probably be on the committee to to organize um different events that happen in the church and um stuff like that i mean for me like i say i write my blog and you know hopefully some newsletters stuff like that if you oh my little sister she bakes and before she actually started a little baking business by the way those people who listen to me from the bahamas you could um connect with me if you want to but my little sister she she's starting a little baking company named glorious treats and trust me her treats they are delicious and before she did it though she um one of the things i was so proud of her like i said uh she 
baked cookies for um for the all the married couples in the church and that was her way you know aside from you know tithes given back to God like aside from that you know she still gave her talents back to God and like I say, you want to connect with me, I could give you a little menu. She does cinnamon rolls, guava rolls, um, what else? Cheesecake, cheesecake, cupcakes. They are so good. And, you know, a little advertisement right there. But, um, like I say, like she um, decided to give back to God in that way. I also have a friend um, from college. She, you know, she does makeup and she has several businesses like, my name is Kelsey. I do not remember what her business's name. I know it's it's cute. It was a cute name. Frills. I'll like I say, if you wanna know about it, um, just let me know. She she makes like little cute things for your kids and I mean your girls and like mommy and me sets like when it comes to brooches, earrings, stuff like that. And now she was getting into makeup and. I know that she was telling, you know, the people from her church to to come on down. Like, they was having a pamper day because, you know, like, they, you know, got some clothes and they got to get, some of the women got together and they um did it towards the teens to do their makeup for that day and manicures and pedicures and all this. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, it was so amazing. Like, I just saw some pictures of it and I was like, if I was good at makeup, I would uh, do the same thing. Like, these are some suggestions, like I say, you know, you could offer. And also, um, like, you know, just your way of giving back to God, giving those talents to bring him on in glory. And um, my one of my friends, her mom, she's like a mom to me, too. She's a social social worker. And she, oh my gosh, she always does clothes drives and everything, Miss Monroe. Like, I love, like, her drive for, like, she have a real heart for people. And, like, she just tries her best to just continue to help people aside from work and aside from church. And anybody who knows her knows that she, that's, that's, that's her. That's, you know, she just continues to let God use her in her in that way. And lastly, my friend, well, it's actually my husband's friend, but, you know, he's a friend of the family now. But he, he he's an artist, and he just started getting into, like, you know, really big art. And he came back home from college a couple of years ago, and he drew, like, a mural in the nursery, like, with um little animals. And, and it was so, it's so beautiful. And I, I'm like, these are so much, there is so much different ways you could, give your talents back to God and not only by singing in the church like if you have a voice but you know helping other people learn how to sing teaching another like or even like if you have a little person you're mentoring and you know you could sing you could try sing with them there's so much different ways to give your talents back to God and um to bring honor and glory to him but the thing is you would have to have an interest to do it first. And you're not going to have an interest if you don't develop that relationship with God. You wouldn't want to give God anything if you don't have that relationship. And that just, like I said, goes right back to the the key point, developing a relationship with God. And the thing is, all these people who I mentioned, they didn't, no one had to tell them to do it. No one had to tell them. Either they came together or they, you know, 
put it upon themselves to do it. They offered to do that, you know, and because that relationship with God was there, they they did that, and they know, God, this is what you want me to do, and I'm going to follow this, and that's how that went, but at the same time, they opened themselves up to criticism, to run to be vulnerable. People could talk about them anytime they want. They could say, oh, your food, your little sweet stays bad. Or um, people could say, oh, that makeup look bad. I don't know what she's trying to do. Or why this person put this stuff on the wall like for other people to see? They think they could draw. Like, you know, there are so many people could, they could say so much different things. But when God have a hand in your life, when God has a hand in your life, he is your protector. And you don't have to, I mean, I know for me, even writing this blog, you know, which people could say certain things about me or whatever, but at the end of the day, I know I'm doing this for the honor and glory of God to help people based on my experiences in my life. You know, I don't know who might be going through the same thing and they just need just a little encouragement. They might need just a little push to, to for someone to help them. I just want to leave this um, verse with you. 1 John chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence towards God. And the thing with vulnerability is, um, despite um, the criticisms might come our way, when we have that confidence in God, we don't it doesn't phase us and the only way to have the confidence in God um, and be vulnerable is to be authentic in our Christian life so we must develop that relationship with God and be real be have a generic I mean don't have a generic relationship with God but be real a genuine relationship with God and I know for me um, this um, blog this, this would have been so hard for me to do a couple of years ago when I was so scared to be vulnerable with my life and stuff like that. But now I, I know I have God behind me. I am safely under his wings and I know if anything happens, God is going to fight my battles. I don't have to worry about what people say to me or about me or about the blog, about the podcast, none of that. Because I know that I have that relationship with God and no matter what, he's going to be with me. Even when it comes to serving God in the church I don't have to look towards um, anyone I don't have to say oh did this one clap did this one um did this person think I did do a good job did this you know it, it doesn't matter what anybody else is, anybody else thinks once I know that I serve in God for his honor and glory I saw this quote today and I thought it was so fitting um when my friends posted it it says and the Bible says, it said, Jesus said, follow me, not follow other Christians. And like I say, I feel like this generation that we're raising up right now, it's just, um, we focus so much on the traditional, like what you're supposed to do because we've been practicing these things for so long that, you know, we forget to tell them to develop a relationship with God. Then when trials come, when hard times come, when, you know, and they don't no longer want to be vulnerable in that way, they don't know who to turn to because the same per- people who, you know, they turn to, they are just people. 
but God is almighty, God is all-knowing, God is all, he is awesome, and he, no matter what you're going through, he, he's gonna be there for you, and he, he could handle anything, Jesus never fails, there is nothing too hard for God. Well, that's the end of today's episode, and I hope you really enjoyed this conversation today. Um, if you want to, and you're on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a comment down below and um, ask me questions. Um, let me know what you thought. Also, on Apple Podcasts, um, if you leave a rating, it makes it easier for people to find the podcast. Um, I'm also found on Google Podcasts and Spotify. Um, also, I am on Facebook. I have a Book of Ashti page. You could message me on there. And I'm also on Instagram. So you could DM me at Book of Ashti underscore. So there's many ways you could connect with me. I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Um, let me know your thoughts. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon. Enjoy your day.